On today's episode, we'll talk about N.A. Victor and have a recap of the past weekend's fantastic games of League of Legends. Let's jump right into it. Hello everyone and once again welcome to Kings of the Rift, your source for competitive League of Legends news and opinions. I'm your host Gold Knight and today we'll be talking about NA Victor. But before we do that, I want to say thank you to all of you for listening. This podcast is available on iTunes, Anchor FM, and where all the other fine podcasts can be found, like Spotify. Leave me a review if you're on iTunes, it really helps to get this podcast noticed. And anywhere else you can find us, follow the podcast so you can get updates on when a new episode gets posted. Also, if you're an anchor, you guys can help me out and become a subscriber to the podcast. I've also set up a Patreon at patreon.com slash kingsofthereft. And any bit of help is fantastic, and your support will help me keep making this podcast. With enough support, the episodes will continue to get better and better quality. One final thing before we get started. After each episode is posted, I will begin a poll on Twitter to gauge your responses. I encourage all listeners to jump in and join on the conversation. You can join us on Twitter at Kings of the Rift, and a link will be in the description below. So, why does Victor not seem to work in the way that NA, you know, has it, in the role that NA has really put it into? The problem behind Victor seems to stem from the fact that he's so short-ranged. And it doesn't really lend itself to favorable matchups. Especially if, like, Victor works well into tanks. But not too well. Because he's a mage, he's not able to, you know, grab armor penetration or anything like that, he has to go Magic Pen, and Magic Pen seems to be a little more expensive, um, especially with some of the, you know, things that they've implemented recently, the, you know, the Oblivion Orb, and that kind of, you know, the changes they made there, but the thing I think that really has to do with anything is he's not, he doesn't have too much kill pressure until he has gold under his belt and a couple levels because you can't just blow someone up unless you have good AP and that seems to be where I think a lot of the teams are failing with NA with the victor in NA I'm going to say NA victor and it's going to make people think that that's an actual champion and not just victor So I'm going to try to say just Victor. So Victor has this issue of just his kit is a little, I think, too much. Um, It's very, it's like not unified. I mean, I understand what what he tries to do. I understand um, the wave clear. 
that, you know, aspect of his E and his W being, you know, a nice root. And then also, you know, well, root slash stun and then brings into the middle, which is fantastic once you get that upgraded. But altogether, it doesn't seem like he has a a real cohesive idea behind him. And I think a lot of the top laners in North America are seeing how successful he was at Worlds because people really didn't know how to play against him. And there's been so many reverts of, you know, or there's so many changes at least of, uh, of, you know, numbers here and numbers there for Victor that I think has made him drop off or it should have at least. And I don't think a lot of the teams have, and it might not be on the teams, but it could be on the players. But it seems like a lot of people haven't actually taken that into consideration and said anything about it. You know, he's not as strong as he used to be, you know, with fleet footwork. And, you know, you could go tanky, you could go, uh, you can go frozen, you know, frozen gauntlet and just hit someone and freeze them and they, they slow right down and that's fantastic. Or you can you know, go protobelt and freeze them that way, and, you know, and just different stuff like that, where you can, you know, you can chase them down, and that's one of the things, is because of his low range, he has to chase you down, and you can kite him, he's basically, I would call him just a step up from melee, and it seems like people really haven't gotten over the fact that he was popular at Worlds, and if they do, then they can, they're going to realize, hey, he's not as good as he once was. He's not as tanky. He's not... He's not as... He doesn't pop off as soon as he did back in Worlds. And I think, like, what I've heard is in, uh, in scrims, Victor does amazing. Victor will completely dominate your team, do all this. But that seems to be that... It seems to be like people are willing in scrims to just sit there and farm it out and, you know, and just blah, 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 just kind of go through it. But on stage, they don't want to sit there and, you know, they're, they're, there's people there. They don't want to just sit there and basically farm it out and just sit there, farm fest. And eventually, they're just going to get bored. And they're going to jump that gun and they're going to try to kill the other person. And it seems like, you know, a fair amount of time people are just getting knocked out. And that sucks. It really does. Um, people just don't want to give it up, I seem. I, I think is the big problem with uh, Victor right now. And it just, I think... That people who who have been playing it, they haven't shown up. And to think that Bang played it in the bottom lane. Okay. Maybe they were trying to throw off double lift. And, oh, well, Victor can go bottom lane or top lane. You know, they you don't know where he's going. Well, okay. But once you saw the Ezreal lock-in from double lift... Why 
then still go with Victor in the bottom lane. Ezreal will shit on the... Or no, Ezreal was up. I have to go check that. Let's just go check those games. Because honestly, they should have instantly just said, well, let's pick an AD. And I'm not trying to flame 100 Thieves or anything like that because they thought they knew what they were doing and they didn't. So that's fine. But they they overthought themselves, it seems. It really just... I think what they they tried too much to just like I said overthink themselves. Um, I'm still trying to find out what that what that date or what that game was. If I can even find it, schedule. This new LOL Esports site is fantastically different than the old one. So that's where I'm sitting here going, wait, what is this one? What is this? I don't know. No, I don't want to play the game. Well, if mute it. Okay. So that's what it is. So basically at this point in the game, I know you guys can't see it, and... I have a paused here, but at one they they had Victor in the first rotation, which is fine. Then you throw him top because you also have you also have a Urga who can go mid, and he did this time. But you don't. They obviously were hiding the champions for um, for double lift and. Uh, core JJ because Team Liquid had their mid laner, top laner, and jungler. So that's fine. But if you're going something like a Braum, which is what 100 Thieves picked, Victor doesn't seem to fit well into the bot lane there. At that point, you know, Lucian's already banned, so you can't go Lucian Braum. And the next best thing would probably be an Ezreal or a Vayne or something that can take advantage of this, you know, the passive with Braum. Not Victor. Victor doesn't... He doesn't want to get that, you know, cut that range so much, you know, quicker than than another team, than another, like... AD. And if you just look at any any AD carry in that position, we'll have a longer range and be able to just do so much more damage and so much more like you're just going to get caught out if you step up against uh what they ended up picking as a Rakan Zaya bot lane. There's two basically melee champions in Victor and Braum, who is melee, against one of the strongest duos in the bottom lane. And I'm not saying Doublelift and Core JJ. I'm saying Zaya and Rakan, who are just fantastic together. They have huge range when they 
are like that. They have a huge engage range, which one of the biggest things with Victor, and this goes not even just for bottom lane Victor, but top lane and all this. There's so much engage in the LCS and in pro play right now that you can't play Victor into a team with any kind of engage. Because if you do, you're going to get engaged on and you can't you can't get out of it. For example, in the Team Liquid 100 Thieves game, on Team Liquid's side, for Engage, there's there's a Kali who I will I will call Engage because she can, you know, she throws her shuriken thing and then can get to you. There's Scion who has his ult, but you can't stun him out of his ult with your little gravity well. There's Lee Sin who can just eat, you know, QTU and then kick you back into the team. There's Rakan, who is just going to, you know, long-range engage because he can jump off of his Zaya. And honestly, like, it, it seems like they said, all right, well, let's do Victor. Let's, you know, let's try to, you know, over overanalyze it or over... Um, let's overthink ourselves. Let's try to, you know, put it over here. But then over there, how about we do that? Well, okay, but it just seemed to be not a good idea. So I think altogether, I think the biggest problems with Victor right now is that people just, they don't pick him in the right situations. And if they do, they're not executing in the right way. Victor can't just go face to face with a champion who has any kind of engage. Because if you do, you have nothing to get away. You have your flash. Okay. And then you're going to take teleport because you're, you know, either a top laner or when Bang went into the bottom lane, take teleport in the bottom lane. Okay. But wait a second. You, at that point, it just doesn't make any sense because then you have that combat summoner that's just different. That differential is just just that just enough to really not you know not help you, um, especially if if it's just in the bottom lane. Yeah, sure, but Victor doesn't have anything to get away from you with. You look at any of the other champions. I mean, the top, let's say let's say it's a Victor into a Urgot. Well, Urgot can just e away. Yeah, he has to be, you know, he has to time it well and all that. But he does that, and he's also, he can be fast. He's has his uh, W shield where he can, you know, literally shield himself and then start damaging you as he's walking away. And honestly, it just seems like Victor isn't good enough right now. So, I think people need to put him on the shelf, at least for now. Kind of like the NA Jace, and he might be able to come out in certain matchups if there's a certain matchup that victor does really well into and you really want to wait it out and farm it up and get the gold get the levels then go ahead and play it but until then victor needs to be just put away it's just it's it's too much right now so honestly guys that's all i have to say about victor but 
let's jump into a recap of what happened last week in the LCS. I want to say NALCS, but it's nice. I can just say LCS. So let's talk about that. So you take a look at Saturday, the first day of week two, and you go, okay, the day started off nice, started off exactly how we thought it would, and then it takes a turn for the worse. Now, I'm kind of walking you guys through it. So, to start off the day, there's Echo Fox versus TSM. Now, this game was fun. You know, it was a fiesta. It was very, you know, back and forth and, oh my gosh, you know, what's going on? But in the end, TSM was able to take a, take the win. Like, they should be. They're a better team. And Echo Fox just isn't that great of a team. I know right now they're 2-2, two and two, which will spoil later match, but... That's the thing. They're 2-2, two and two, and now TSM is 2-2. Two and two. TSM, if anything, should not be 2-2. Two and two. Their loss to Clutch Gaming, I think, was, was kind of unacceptable. Um, they could have won that, but it's what happens. You know, nowadays, that's what happens with games. They can be, you know, turned on a knife edge. So then, then the next game comes along. And it's C9 versus Golden Guardians. Now, if you're going into this game, even from last year's perspective, Golden Guardians should lose. So then you go, all right, well, now Golden Guardians is, you know, better players. They have, they, they look like they could do well. Well, shouldn't they win? You know, couldn't they possibly hold up against C9? Yeah, they could have. Yeah. But they didn't. Unfortunately. And that's what really sucks. Um, with Golden Guardians going at this point 0-3, um, it just it doesn't look good for Golden Guardians. But you expect C9 to win. And win they did. So then on to the next game where it was the, what I previously mentioned, 100 Thieves versus Team Liquid game. Now this is a game was super hyped up. People were so... Just happy to see, you know, okay, Bang versus Double Lift. Double Lift will just get fucked by Bang. And, oh my god, they double kill, or they, they 2v2 killed Bang early in the match. And why is that? Because he's not bad. Or he's not, he's not good. That was terrible. Because he's not good. <laughs> At least not good on Victor. For real. Who picks Victor in the bottom lane versus a Zyra Khan? Now I know they got Zaya off of a, you know, last pick for double lift. But still, it just seemed like they kind of, and I said this earlier, it seems like they kind of really just threw things at the wall, and said, well, these are the picks we want. Now where do we put them? And Victor ended up in the bottom lane, which would be fine sometimes if you're, you know, if you're going up against another mage bottom lane, maybe. Maybe that'll work. If you're going up against a Karthus or something, that could work. But you're not. You're going against Doublelift, who 
even through all the mage changes and oh mages mages are stronger than uh, ADCs. The Bliff was playing AD carries. He's not going to be playing a short range, terrible champion who's going to not, you know, do anything. He he knows how he wants to play the game and he wants to play it like an ADC. So that's what he did. Another people, another group that has played the game the way they did was FlyQuest versus CLG in this next match. This game was ridiculous. This game was one of the longest games in quite a while. And honestly, it seemed like it was just a mess. It, it There wasn't... FlyQuest should have won this game easily. FlyQuest was 2-0 coming into this game. And CLG was 0-2. They brought in Darshan, CLG did, and it just seemed to kind of fix what their problems were. Which is good. I like to see CLG working together and actually playing well. But for it to take upwards of like 50 minutes to finish this game, that's just too much. Like, are you kidding me? Like, why is it taking so long to to take this game? And it's just, there was no point for it to, there's no reason for it to take that long. And honestly, I think that just FlyQuest is better than that. And I think that was a game where they really will go back and say, listen, like, that wasn't good and we understand that it wasn't good. So that's one of the, weird upsets for this week then the next one comes which is clutch gaming versus optic gaming on paper optic doesn't look amazing clutch gaming well they look pretty good don't they they look i mean piglet wow world champion huni on sk was on skt before and on an undefeated fanatic and great you know NA teams, great. Optic has a couple people that are good. Shouldn't Optic lose? Shouldn't they? Well, it turns out they didn't. Optic won this game in a pretty interesting fashion. They were able to actually just take this game out from underneath Clutch Gaming. Which is, for for Clutch Gaming, I can say, disappointing. It's honestly, watching this game was ridiculous. In the first, I think it was three minutes. Okay, five, yeah, five minutes or so. Here it is, six, uh, six, seven minutes in the game. All of a sudden, Clutch Gaming gets caught. And you think, okay, Clutch goes down here. And they do. So then top lane starts to roam down. It's an NA Jace or a Korean Jace. I guess you could say Huni has it. But Jace comes down first, rotates first. Well, then you have Dokla on his on Scion, who Scion does a ridiculous amount of damage, especially in chokes like this. And Dokla's able to get a triple kill, which is ridiculous. And from there, it was all downhill. You have the Jace who's down farm, 
who's or he's up farm actually but he's down a level he's down a you know he's down a kill elise is down two kills now and it's just everybody just is they're just all behind and i think the tr this early triple kill and almost like seems like just about a full full team wipe this early in the game will destroy a team's mentality and just make it so that they don't they're not even confident in how they play the game at this point so i think that really solidified at least for myself like that was the end of the game the game didn't end at 20 30 minutes wherever it ended the game ended six minutes into the game when optic was able to get that four kills those four kills just like that it's simple when things like that happen it tilts people and that was one of the big ways to tilt or to win against Hooney is you tilt him and that's what it is that's exactly what they did was they tilted Hooney and that's what happened so then on to Sunday Sunday looks weird so you have 100 thieves versus golden well I'll say it the way that it is on the thing golden guardians versus 100 thieves this game should have been a golden guardians first win if not only for the fact that it was two zero three teams coming into each other and one of them has to come out on top 100 Thieves really gave up this game. There was a certain point where they... 100 Thieves, they lost. They they made mistakes to the point where they weren't... They weren't going to be able to come back. But, out of nowhere, I really think that 100 Thieves was able to just... You know, say, okay, alright, we messed up, we messed up, come on, let's go. And they through the experience of the players on that team and the shot calling from uh shot calling from Aframu, they were able to actually get the win. Now from there I th I don't know. I don't think 100 Thieves has momentum coming out of this match even. You would think okay, well, the team's you know, 0-3, and they win a game. So, obviously, they have momentum, don't they? Well, no, because this win wasn't a convincing blowout win like it should have been. And Golden Guardians should have taken that game when they gave it up to them. <laughs> but Golden Guardians, the lesser experience of some of the players is just... It gets exploited. So... Then you go on to the next match, where Optic looked fantastic versus Clutch in the previous day. Well, this match pitted Fo Echo Fox versus Optic Gaming. And Echo Fox is just able to just say, oh, well, we win, actually, I thought. And they do. They take, you know, kind of an interesting composition. You know, it's a killing composition. You have... I think the first Orn, at least in the top lane, 
for solo and you take a look down the the list of optic it looks like a good team composition now i think honestly it just seems like that altogether echo fox just was pressuring more they were just able to take more more objectives they were able to take you know more pressure on the turrets and it just it all seemed to be better for echo fox in the end they had such a more cohesive team than optic did optic sits there and like what are they going to do they have a rengar they have a rengar zillion well rengar is going to go invisible he's going to gank the enemy team on you know on the flank well okay but then what then he's just going to die and then of course that's what the zillion is for so you pop your ult on the dart you pop your ult on dardock and then what dardock just sits around like that's really something you you have to focus on it's really think and it doesn't make sense that like i don't i don't get this draft from optic if it was against any other team but this echo fox roster like the way that they have um the champions picked like if it was anything else than that then sure if it was all just squishy champions not a problem i have no problem with this composition but it was against a orn it was against a lissandra and against a thresh you're just gonna get you're gonna get blown up you're gonna get caught and you're just gonna die like that's just how it works and that's exactly as the match i'm looking or the the fight i was looking at when i was just kind of going through that and it sucks so optic who seemed to be very able against uh clutch gaming just kind of fell a little short against fox so then the next game a team that hasn't fallen short as of yet is team liquid and clutch gaming so clutch gaming just didn't really play this game well i think they really got tilted off of their previous loss to optic because it just doesn't seem like like piglet and vulcan are back to like season what season seven or no not even like oof, earlier than that with enchanter supports and uh caitlin i love caitlin let me just tell you i i love when i love playing caitlin i love all that but really you're gonna do caitlin lulu and it's just i i think that it just shows how good team liquid is that they are able to get like team you never look at team liquid and you say they're gonna put a collie you know they're gonna put impact on a collie yeah of course they are yeah right no and they did and he was able to pop right off and that was fantastic like against a a hoonie on uh rumble i mean i always seem i always seem to think hoonie wants to play rumble because he wants to carry but he always seems to i don't know i want to say tilt 
but I don't really think he tilts when he plays it. He just, he tries too hard. And I've never seen, I don't think, a good Hooney game on uh, Rumble. And I don't know why he keeps playing it on stage then. It's just confusing, and I think altogether Team Liquid is able to just take this win off of team fighting because you have just this amazing force in in Akali who is getting nerfed. You have, you know, Aatrox who's getting nerfed. And you have a double lift who's on, strangely enough, Sivir, which is, I mean, it's great that he's on Sivir because just farm for days. <laughs> you know, there's not... He sits there and farm and farm and farm and farm and just keeps going. So, honestly, I think Team Liquid is just able to take this off of pure skill over clutch gaming at this point. So then you go into TSM versus FlyQuest. Now, if you told me last week who would win, I wouldn't have believed you. I would have said TSM was going to win. Of course they were. You know, they seem they seem fine. They seem good. But Flycoast is able to take this out and actually show up. Which is great, which is fantastic. I love seeing teams take a win that they really shouldn't have. And it seemed to be just that it was off, you know, off the back of Wild Turtle and Pobelter. Like you wouldn't think. If you're like, hey, who the guy who on this team will really pop off? Oh, maybe Viper will get a good game. Maybe, you know, Santorin will have a really just fire game. Well, Wild Turtle and Pobelter, two of the older guys in the league, they're the ones who's going to take this game? Like, that's awesome. Like, I'm glad to see that. And that, honestly, like, it gives me faith for the older, the older crowd of LCS players. And that's what I'm talking about when I was talking in my you know, age and esports podcast is you, you can't just say, well, they're old. They're going to lose. Of course they are. There's new players in this team. They're going to be so much better. Is that how it works? And in many different things, your, your, I don't even know what I'm trying to say with this. So many different aspects. You're actually looking and hoping to, like people who are playing on um why is my brain not working (laughs) people who are playing as a team are likely going to be better if they have someone who's a veteran if they have someone who knows what they're doing they're going to be better and that is what happens with these older lcs veterans is they they're able to actually just really do well and I just think that altogether there's going to be you know older players who aren't just coaches they're on these teams because they're good at what they do and someone who's not good at what they do is this counter logic gaming and this cloud nine matchup which was ridiculous and honestly CLG baited cloud nine cloud nine knew exactly they were like oh we're gonna pick this away we're gonna do this kind logic gaming's whole 
like their roster looks fantastic with like you have a Camille you have a our Zion Camille Zillion Ezreal and a Tom Kench that's amazing like that's good that's a lot of engage a lot of disengage a lot of poke and you're just able to you know you're up against one two three three and a half ish oh excuse me three and a half ish uh melee champions you have this poke you have this engage and once again it's victor in the top lane who is just not good <laughs> just get him out of there and because of this i think because of this draft cloud nine ended up losing they just were completely out drafted which is good good to see that counter logic gaming is able to actually do this you know i want to see them pick up a win i want to see them keep pushing forward so yeah like they they just they played this game really well and they they won off the draft if anything excuse me guys give me one second Okay, so let's take a look at today's games. I'm recording this, obviously, February 9th, the Saturday. Um, so let's take a look at the games for this weekend. We have 100 Thieves versus Clutch Gaming, FlyQuest versus Team Liquid, TSM versus Cloud9, CLG versus Echo Fox, and Golden Guardians versus Optic. Obviously, the, the hype matchup right here is TSM versus Cloud9. Both of these teams have, you know, just come off of really weird upset wins or upset losses. And they're kind of both looking at it saying, all right, we need to win this game or we're just going to kind of be kind of far behind. Then you go to Sunday and you take a look. There's Fox versus FlyQuest. There's Clutch Gaming versus C9. There's Team Liquid versus Optic. Golden Guardians versus TSM, 100 Thieves versus CLG. Now, at this point, I think one of the biggest things right here is FlyQuest versus Echo Fox. Echo Fox doesn't have the greatest team. They they do have oh, sorry, some star players, but I think FlyQuest has just been playing better. And depending on how they can play today you know against fly or against team liquid if they beat team liquid if FlyQuest beats team liquid then you're gonna have just this ridiculous like momentum going into the game versus echo fox and even if they lose FlyQuest still could be really hot and i think this is the matchup to watch for this weekend is echo fox and FlyQuest you know, on Sunday at least, because on uh, Saturday it's definitely the TSM versus Cloud9. But I think altogether, guys, that's what I have for you for this week. It's been a long, kind of a long episode, kind of rambled a little bit. And as you guys can probably have heard, I've been, I've kind of yawned a little and I've stuffy nose. I don't know, the weather's been ridiculous here. I... We, we have gone from super cold weather to spring weather. 
and now it's going super cold again. So like my body's like, what's going on? What is even, what are we doing? So I think that's one of the big issues right now, guys. And I'm so sorry, but keep it going, guys. We are doing fantastic. We are almost to 600 watches, 600 listens on this podcast, which is fantastic. I never even thought I'd get 100. Honestly, I'm just sitting here rambling and just BSing my way through this whole thing. Which is fantastic, because that's what normal people do. They just BS their way through things. But keep an eye out, because there's something... There's something I'm going to be announcing in the next probably week or two, if not a little bit longer, that's going to be amazing. If you're a fan of League of Legends, and you like to play competitively... Keep an eye on my channel. Keep an eye on my Twitters. Um, Kings of the Rift. Or also Gold Knight GG. And just keep an eye out. Because there's things out there that... You might like. So... I'm going to leave you guys with that. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye bye